Welcome to the show. I'm James. I'm David. I'm Riley. And today we are discussing Bell. Uh, that's it. Bell. <laughs> we'll laugh. We'll argue. We might get a little too into it, but at the end of the day, they're just anime movies. That was so anime. That's what I was going for. Nice one. Oh, at- no. Yeah, this is not Bell. Wait, is there another Bell? Is there another? No. I don't know. Disney's version is just the Beauty and the Beast they did with like Emma Watson or whatever, the live action. With a if- the? No. Booty. The- the the booty booty and the boo that's got to be something next week though that's a thing for sure next week aliens ooh the sequel the james cameron sequel to alien it's aliens ooh. the first time when we did the first one all those years ago it was actually sarah's first episode wow. did we do alien yeah we did alien were oh you, did i miss that week yeah, i might have missed that week oh maybe we had sarah but not riley but uh, anyway next week we're going to have sarah yay and oh, man. probably also riley we have to watch the first one now no Nah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> it's a good movie. They're good. You should watch them yeah. anyway. Yeah, but like, tch, I have a child. Well, you got a week. So, all right. <laughs> Today, we're going to do Bell. It's Bell, guys. David, what do you mean this movie out of 10? Bell paints with breathtaking macro strokes, but some pretty clumsy details. My eyes and ears feasted while the emotional beats filled my heart, but my brain was never really allowed to stop going, um, that's kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 7.8 out of 10. Oh, wow. Uh, it does a lot of good stuff. I feel... But uh, it does the anime thing of kind of you have to suspend your disbelief a little too much. That's true. But it's fine. I honestly didn't really think about that and didn't value that until you just said it just now. And I was like, there is a bunch of questions I have. Mm -hmm. But. But. Let me tell you my slogan. Let's hear it. (laughs) If liking anime makes you a nerd, then buy me a hundred tickets to board the weeb train because I love this movie. An interesting twist on a classic myth that made me laugh and cry out loud multiple times. I'm giving it 8.25 out of 10. Hell I yeah. I love this Let's movie. Go. I was bawling wow. for like the last quarter of it. Yeah. Like my sister. Yeah, She sure. cried five times. Aww. Really? Yeah. You counted? She told me. You're like, that's the fifth one. She was like breathing loudly and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No, I love this movie. I mean, like like you say, I think there are definitely some things that we're going to bring up and that I'm going to be like, but how did they... Yeah, but when it does those emotional beats, they, oh. they land hard for me. Oh, and the music? Yeah, music was actually okay, sick. Okay, but, but, but James, James has to tell us. What do you I, think? Well, David dropped some hints last week that he didn't really like it very much. Uh-oh. Uh, apparently, he lied to me. I feel catfished. <laughs> this okay. Just like the characters in this, this movie. This sucks. This always happens to me. I'm always, I spend my whole life being like, when, one day I'm going to get into anime. I think I'm going to love it. It really seems like it'll be up and my then, alley. And then it's and then David's I watch, fault. Then I watch an anime movie, and we've, this has happened to us many times with Your Name and Spirited Away. I watch the anime movie, and I'm like, I hate this part of myself, but I don't like this movie. I wish oh. I liked it, but I don't. Oh, and then I watch man. this movie. <gasps> David tipped me off that it was bad. I watched it. It was bad. I hated this movie. No! I wanted to leave. Dang. I wanted to leave, man. I was so bored in the middle. It what? got It got better near the end, but in the middle, I was literally like, I could be watching Handmaid's Tale right now. Dude, have you seen Handmaid's Tale? You could be watching Handmaid's Tale? Have you Tale? seen that You would shit? rather be watching Handmaid's Tale? Yes, I've, I've, I'm, I'm up to date on Handmaid's I'm, Tale. I'm way years late to the party. I'm watching it right now. I'm like, I love that show. I'm sitting what? in this. I was just like... So, anyway, here's my slogan. <laughs> Belle is a barely recognizable rendition of Beauty and the Beast, which isn't a demerit, uh, that barely uses anything cool about virtual reality and is so boring that only surprise child abuse could save it. Uh, what? Yeah, this would be like oh. a three if it didn't actually get watchable near the end there. 4.9. Damn. Damn. I wasn't ready for yeah. this. 
I didn't know. I thought we were all going to be hating on uh, it today. I don't want to like fight about I, it. I, I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to sit back because I don't want to have the comments filled with people who like anime yelling at me like every other time. Okay, wait, so wait, I'm just going to let you guys uh, love it and I'll sit in the, in the I have back. To, I have to establish up front. We've done some animes and yeah. generally I've, I've been a fan of the ones that we do, but I think that's because we have selected for like the really good anime. Yeah. We haven't done a ton. I think we've done like three or four three. and uh, generally I don't like anime. Okay, I'm okay. not like going out there looking for animes. I don't like anime as a genre generally. But like we pick the good ones and when anime is really good, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And so like that's how I feel. Hey, so I is, can understand uh, your like disdain and your general hesitation to like, you know, is Arcane anime? Is that just anime? No, it's no, that's just studio, a, yeah, yeah, this is western. Okay. There's like western anime now. Stop asking us to cover it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we I did watch the series and I did enjoy it, but okay. yeah, we're probably not going to cover no. it. It's too late now. It's too late. Okay. Apologize. League of Legends, it's just toxic. No, we can do season two of Dota, <laughs> buddy. Let's go. And we'll talk way more about it after this message from our sponsor, Storyblocks. Ever needed a quick clip for a video but didn't have the capacity to make it yourself? Storyblocks helps you bring your stories to life without sacrifice due to time, budget, or resource. There's over a million royalty free assets for you to choose from, including 4K HD footage, Adobe templates, music, images, and a wide array of diverse and inclusive content. David, you're just making all these reaction faces yeah, as I I'm listening. This. I'm engaged. <laughs> there are subscriptions for every budget, so you can choose the plan that works for you. From their unlimited all-access plan that gives you unlimited video and audio downloads to enterprise licensing for your entire company. And they, everybody has access to the assets you need when you need them. So uh, we actually use Storyblocks here at Linus Tech Tips. As we don't always have time to go out and get that perfect B-roll footage, uh, we usually do, but sometimes no. And that's, it's a good resource to have. Bees, so check. bees aren't going to pose for you. That's true. Uh, also, it rains here all the time. Mm. So take your videos to the next level by checking out Storyblocks today at storyblocks.com slash for some reason. I hung on your every word. That story was so good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thanks, for, thanks to Secret Lab for sponsoring today's episode. Secret Lab chairs are engineered to keep you comfortable for long hours at work and play. Their Titan Evo 2022 series chair offers four-way lumbar support, comes with a ma- magnetic memory foam head pillow, and is offered in different upholsteries like hybrid leatherette, soft weave fabric, and Napa leather. You know, lumbar support. Mm. That's the part of the back that gets the most love, hey? Yeah, lumbar. Everyone's always talking about the lumbar. With up to five-year extended warranty and 49-day return policy, you're covered if anything goes wrong. So learn more about Secret Lab at lmg.gg slash secretlabtjm. See, that's our actual name. T-J-M. T-J-M. I thought you were going to do the DK rap again. We're going to have to put a counter in the corner of how many times Riley T-J-M. the DK rap. Hit us up with the synopsis. What happened to this movie for everyone in the world who didn't watch this movie? All right. There's no way people are seeing this movie, are they? I think they are. Oh, God. I told I everyone to see it. Are, yeah. I, I tweeted that people should see it, so now they're going to see it. Good luck, you guys. <laughs> no, these guys, this, the, the studio that makes this, they're a well-known anime studio. I mean, like, it's, it, it did a festival run, and now it's getting yeah. a wider release, so, I, you know. Uh, bless. Calm down, God James. bless them. When Suzu Naito was young, her mother supported Suzu's love for singing and writing songs. But when Mummy sacrificed her life to save a different child, a traumatized and confused Suzu became unable to sing. Now a 17-year-old high school student, Suzu feels dis- distanced from her father and her classmates, including childhood friend Shinobu, popular girl Ruka, and sportsman Kam- Kamishin. But Suzu's genius best friend Hiro suggests Suzu join the virtual world called You, where she discovers she can sing again through her beautiful avatar, whom she names Belle, like Ding Dong Bell. You guys oh, got that? Yeah, B-E-L-L. Belle goes viral and people start calling her Belle with an E. 
When a monstrous avatar called The Dragon, chased by the self-righteous Justin and his vigilantes, interrupts one of Belle's concerts, Suzu is intrigued and begins gathering information about him. She eventually, she is eventually led by an angel AI avatar to the dragon's castle. They have a rocky start, but eventually the two grow closer. Meanwhile, in the real world, Ruka confides to Suzu that she has a crush, who Suzu worries is Shinobu, but it's actually Kamishin, Kamishin. And with Suzu's help, the two admit their feelings for each other. Oh. Back in Yu, Justin destroys the ca dragon's castle and interrogates Belle, threatening to unveil her identity if she doesn't cooperate. But she's saved once more by the dragon and his AI fairy things. God, we're going to get into that. I, what are those about? Suzu and Hiro race to find the dragon's real identity before Justin can and eventually discover his name is K, a 14-year-old boy forced to protect his younger brother Tomo from their abusive father. K does not believe Suzu is, ba is Belle, so to earn his trust, Shinobu urges Suzu to sing as herself in Yu. She does, gaining support from a massive crowd of onlookers. K decides to trust Suzu, but before he can tell her his address, his father cuts off their internet connection. Suzu's friends triangulate the boy's location, and Suzu rushes there herself, where she protects the boys from their father, who ends up cowering and fleeing from her. Suzu, Kei, and Tomo embrace before she returns home, met by her proud father, her mother's singing group, and her friends. Shinobu praises Suzu for her bravery and, doesn't, and says she doesn't need him to be her guardian in place of her mother anymore. Finally understanding her mother's actions, Suzu comes to terms with her mother's death and sings with her friends. Oh, Crying, tears, coming down my face. And it's and it's funny because like I go into these animes not expecting this to happen, <laughs> but um because I like I have like a base level of disdain I think because I'm like this is some weeb otaku shit like I'm not I don't you look you the opposite of you me can't, you can't trick me with this and then like the music is so good and the the performances are so good and like there are good like dramatic and emotional twists and like character motivations that I find compelling and. Ah, oh. who watched subs? Who watched dubs? So, Wait, I think we all watch subs. I watch, yeah, I watch subs. I actually tried to do dubs. Uh, oh, really? I, I'm generally a subs, not dubs person. Oh, you I try was, generally to do it. I want to see the original audio with subtitles in English. That's what I want. Oh, okay. Okay, is that clear enough? Sorry, I thought you said you generally try to do dubs. <laughs> no, I did not say that. So okay, okay, Riley. <laughs> but this time I was seeing it with my little sister. She didn't want to read the whole time. So I tried to buy tickets for dubs. I thought I double checked, but I'm so bad at braining that we got in there <laughs> and it was in Japanese. Oh no! <laughs> and actually the reason that I was not averse to doing the dubs this time is because I saw in the YouTube comments of the trailer, everybody was like, wow, the dubs actually look good. Yeah. The singer they got is amazing. Okay. Honestly, like I asked you guys before I went to see this, because you guys saw it before I did, and I asked you guys if you, if you saw the subs or dubs and you said you saw the subs and I was like, oh, I should probably try and see the dubs if I can. Mm. But I was like, uh, dubs are usually not so good. I want the authentic version, you know, so like I just went and saw the subs. But yeah, afterwards I saw the, those comments and I listened to it and I'm like, the voice acting in English seemed to be way better than normal yeah. dubs are. I kind of regret it. I kind of wish I saw yeah. the dub version. And the singing too. That's yeah, because cool. when you're just watching the lyrics of a song, it's especially different. when they're translated, yeah. it's like not the song is not moving me. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, but like I found, I found the performance... The performance was moving, even though, like, if I look up from the text, I don't know what she's saying, mm -hmm. you know. But, like, the performance of the singing I found to be very, very good. But then, yeah, I was I was honestly so disappointed. Because, like, I probably will go back and, like, watch the dub at some point. But just from what I've seen, I, I watched a few of the, like, music videos of the English version and mm -hmm. stuff. And, like, watched the trailer. And, yeah, it does seem like the singer that they got, I think her name's Kylie McNeil, maybe? Sure. Um, yeah, she's so good. Uh, 
Like both the Japanese and English versions of the song and the dialogue were so good. Well, I want to talk a bit about the music because to me it did land. Even though I had to read it, I think it could have landed more with the English. But at the emotional moments, like the the concert when she's trying to reach uh, the the beast, that really landed emotionally for me. And like she starts crying and it becomes like the orb and like the visuals match the audio so well, even though I don't know what the words are. Like the, just the feeling of it was working really well. Like. Mm. I don't know. I, I I found the music just. Excellent. Were you enhanced? No, Can I, I wasn't. I was not. Okay. <laughs> Can I ask you? Yeah. I. Yeah, I, I think like I was worried. The first song was the one song I didn't like. I was like, oh, this could go. Oh, really? Either, this could go either way. I'm like, this is kind of funky, but it's like I'm I'm still not sure. Oh man. But then uh, they got me. Even like the Beauty and the Beast song where it's like they dance in the ballroom and stuff and then they float away. Like I was like, I'm feeling, I felt everything after that. I See, feel like that was the Beauty and the Beast scene of the whole movie, and the rest wasn't. Beauty and the Beast. I feel like what do you guys think? about half an hour in it lands pretty squarely in the Beauty and the Beast lane, and then it sort of deviates again. But the middle of the movie is to me is like almost yeah. a straight rendition. At, when they have that like whole ballroom dance thing, yeah. I was like, oh, I, I wrote down like, oh, this is like a literal analog of the Beauty and the Beast like Disney song ballroom dance. The yeah. whole vibe is the same. But all those little critters around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like uh, like the AI things are like the household objects that come alive or whatever. Yeah. Ba- sort of are I, those all AI things? I'm conf- I'm confused about. That's what this. I thought. I no, think well, they the are angel all... is angel is the brother. Because... Oh, I screwed that up in the synopsis. Then I said it was an angel AI avatar. I'm pretty sure that but... angel is the brother. That's why he was able to beat him in the battle because angel was one of the three people that had beaten dragon in the oh, fights. Oh, right. Oh, okay. So I think that's why because he has okay. emotional power over. Him. I think right, they probably apologies. are because the, the other thing. ones are all. Because here's the thing. The other, right, right, Unlike right. VR. If you okay, I was sold on this movie as it being like a VR kind of movie. And nope. I was like, hey, this is going to be interesting. Not really. But no. they use a, a rule in this movie that kind of the, undoes all the VRness, which is you don't choose your avatar. It's you're like essential essence is who yeah. you are. Right. Which is really cool if you're a beautiful, great singer. But then there's a bunch of people who are like <laughs> babies. Uh, <laughs> I'm no. a, I'm a anthropomorphic mushroom i'm like <laughs> wait, wait 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 i'm a sack of potatoes no i don't like, think i don't think i think you can modify your avatar there like, was it's a, not like it's not like you log in and then the system just gives you an avatar and you can't change it you, i think there's, there's something think you, you can can't re- change i don't think you can really change it um <clears throat> afterwards but she had like i think i think i thought it implied that she had the ability to like change her her avatar before, but then you lock it in and now it's like, okay, this is your avatar and you can't really change it much afterwards. So the person who's like a potato, but the, and then with legs and the legs are like fingers on a hand. Yeah. They that, wanted to do that. Okay. Cause that would suck if you like logged in and it's like, this is you. It's like, I'm a finger potato maybe, thing. Maybe that's what they really want though. I mean, that is their inner, I mean, inner desires. I, made, I, I'm pretty sure public. I, I felt like, uh, the, it was implied that you could choose your avatar at the outset and then yeah. afterwards you can't really change it. Yeah. Well, Let's stick, stick on the positive. I didn't, I didn't get that. Let's stick on the positive for now of the metaverse. I think the the art style they chose for the inside world, the metaverse, mm. works pretty well. I think yeah. it's cool that they did a mixed medium thing. Like the outside world is more traditional hand-drawn anime. And inside it's that 3D look uh, at a lower frame rate. But it's it's smoother, kind of more polished. Uh, and I liked most of the inside stuff. I think some of the abstractions they do are a little too low budget looking. When you say inside stuff, you mean like in like The metaverse, in you? sorry. Yeah, yeah, in you. But overall, I think the style is splendid. Yeah, I love pleasant. the mixed uh, the mixed between like two D and three D. Yeah. Although, like some of the cutaways to like the background metaverse characters, they are two D and they're like 
uh, animated to sort of look 3D, but you can after a while you can tell that they're 2D, and that kind of like messed me up a little bit. Sure. Actually, like, they did that on some um, of the main scenes as well. My favorite scenes of this movie is those the gag they do when people uh, just like freeze frame. Oh, like, I love like, that. Does that mean you have a crush on me? And she's like, <laughs> and then she just freezes. <laughs> that was that. hilarious. It was so funny both times. <laughs> Yeah, but both both of those Kamishin scenes. Yeah, yeah I'm just like so I'm, funny. I'm in the theater. Like, there's a one other person down at the front, like yeah. cackling, and me, <laughs> like I'm just like. Yeah. I yeah. love that so much. That was hilarious. It was actually hilarious, but poorly drawn. What? It was like that was 2D AF, but that was supposed, to be, supposed 2D. to be 2D. In the real world, is 2D. What do you? The the real world. Okay, is Okay, well maybe that's not what I mean by 2D. I mean like, <laughs> I don't know, like moving on like one plane. Like it's not. It's very well. Uh, okay. Anime. We're, I we're feel focusing like, on the good stuff here, but that was I, like pretty. I, I, well, okay, the I other movies I've seen are Spirited Away and yeah. Your Name, and they're beautiful. They're beautiful movies. They yeah. have like amazing uh, sky scenes, for example, yeah. and awesome landscapes. I would say the only thing in this movie that I thought was like that's beautiful is his castle, and the rest of the movie was like meh. Interesting. Oh, really? I, I kind of. Yeah. I, I didn't feel that way. I think it's not the most beautiful anime movie I've seen. I agree. The castle is stunning, especially like the. How she has to enter, go through the kind of like the different dimensions of we- weird colors and abstraction. Yeah, yeah. And then she arrives at the castle and it's so majestic. But what I found is I really liked the real world style. And I think there was like a really powerful effect. And I feel like it's it's on purpose where the, the metaverse is so colorful and crazy. But I actually found the real world more beautiful because it's got that mm. that hand drawn style, like the texture of the paints. Yeah. Uh, and so all these mundane things, they show these flashes of like people like playing baseball, like a guy like playing like practicing his drums on a little pad and like yeah it's it's real world but it's it's painterly and i found those like those breaths so beautiful and i was really drawn in by that style yeah mm. all that stuff was was definitely i love that as well and it kind of it made everything seem more real mm-hmm. i love when like she's like looking down we're, we're being introduced to her classmates and she's looking down at the courtyard or whatever and chemistry is like trying to get people to join the canoe club oh yeah and, and like just the way that like he, he like stumbles into people and then everyone just kind of like disperses like yeah. it the animation just seemed really real. Like it didn't yeah. seem like copy pasted people in the background or whatever. Same with the the girl who is playing the saxophone and is like the popular girl. The Ray, way they're Ruka. dancing. Reiku or something? Yeah, Ruka. The, Ruka. Ruka. The way they dance is just like so. The little leg shoot. <laughs> yeah, I, so I loved yeah. it. Yeah. See, I feel like I feel like James, what you're what you're drawing attention to in those comedic bits is like the fact that I think anime, especially when it gets comedic, it can it like it often sacrifices fidelity for comedy. So like in that moment they look more like cartoons because it's a funny scene. Yeah, and maybe. So, yeah. I think that's, that's what that, and we're also farther away from them. We're not getting like a close up of their face. It's just like it's all like on one plane, like you're saying. It's like a it's like a sitcom uh, style for a second. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think there's the, there's the moments that felt It does matter. No, I mean it doesn't matter to me. I wasn't it wasn't like this scene would be funnier if it looked better. Like it <laughs> Right. But it just kinda did stand out to me that it was like, oh, it looks kinda whack like a mm. like I guess you're saying yeah, you're just not weeb enough. More car- cartoonish, yeah. Yeah. Like they, that is on purpose. Tr- okay, well that's good. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. They're yeah, just for- like, hey, this scene's uglier than the most. That's weird. <laughs> oh, like just, the freezing? They just like forgot to make him look Not good. the freezing aspect okay. of it. Just like I distinctly remember like the shape of his mouth. Like oh, his, yeah, yeah. his yeah. mouth so is they're sketch they're more sketchy in those yeah. scenes. And I think that's the point is that it's like they're unsure of themselves, so the drawing style is yeah. more unsure of itself. So I think it is like tied to the theme. It's not like they just ran out of budget and couldn't like ink properly. But yeah. cool. I feel like for me where I see the budget run out is in the big metaverse shots, like one of the big opening sweeping shot where it's like kind of the Futurama setting where it's like you see the buildings in the background and a bunch of like cross oh, highways yeah, the, and stuff. Oh yeah, those shots are cool. Uh, they're cool, but then there's like little dots um, and they're supposed to signify like things in the distance moving, but I found it felt really cheap. 
Uh, mm. I felt like almost like a TV show that like didn't have the budget to fully animate a world. And I found there's a couple times where they're trying to give the impression of a much bigger space than I think they could animate. Mm. Uh, and it felt really, it just felt really cheap see, to me. See, I feel like I see that, and I'm, like I, I agree. I think that it does end up feeling a little cheap in the in the metaverse in the in you. But I think that is again something that like. I mean, we can t- we can say that whether that's like a weakness of the a- of anime, like as a genre or not. But I feel like again, that's sort of like a stylistic choice that mm. a lot of animes make, where they, <clears throat> especially when it comes to something virtual like that, they're just kind of like, "You get it." Like <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Okay, it's a great crazy three yeah. D universe, and there's buildings over there, but like yeah. the buildings look like copy paste assets when yeah. in, when you're like building a game like from the game engine, you just like slap something in there, and that's what it looks like. That's fair because they're like, if this was hand drawn. It would just kind of be in the background and you wouldn't yep. really pay attention to it. Yeah. So, But then in 3D, it's like things are sharper and you can kind of see it a little bit better. And I'm guessing this isn't something that's made by like 1,500 people like a Disney movie is now. Yeah. And there's like 20 people that their entire job is just background characters. Right. And so obviously, I was hoping for that personally. Yeah. From like some of the imagery from the trailers, like yeah. her, the imagery of her avatar and like the colors around her and extra having outfits and stuff. I was like, oh, cool. This is going to be like full on, like mm. beautiful art. In a in a VR and it's gonna yeah. be psychedelic and like super. It didn't, give, it, didn't, it didn't give me psychedelic, which was unfortunate. I feel like the concerts, particularly the the first one, like with the whale, not the well, the, the first official concert we see with like the whales with the speakers on it, their backs. That was stuff. cool, actually. And then yeah. like the last one where it's like the the whale like bursts through the crowd of people and there's like flowers going everywhere and stuff. It's like that was pretty like trippy. So it was. I, I feel like it was almost there, but I feel like, again, it's just the budget where, like, the, the particle systems they made for the flowers, like, mm. they just didn't have the budget to render, like, 15 million flowers. They had the budget to render, like, 10,000 right. flowers. So there was moments where, yeah, I wanted, like, this crazy psychedelic, like, transition from the metaverse into all flowers into something, like, just, like, really uh, probably expensive rendering things right. that they just couldn't quite achieve. Yeah, I feel like if it was, I feel like if it was a live action or like 3D CGI fully uh, done movie, you know, like a Western movie or whatever, we'd expect to see like way more detail in the backgrounds mm. and in the animation and stuff like that. Like I'm thinking of, for some reason, I'm thinking of uh, Alita Battle Angel sure. where it's like, this is a fully, so much 3D CGI stuff and like you you pause any frame and you look in the background, you see like a background character like that you feel like you could zoom in on and it would make sense and it would like look like something. Yeah. But in this one, you you pause any frame and you look in the background, it just looks like someone drew a block and that's a building, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that, I think it is the medium to a certain extent. I think I lower my expectations for that kind of fidelity for, for scenes like this, but mm. maybe, maybe, you know. Well, I feel like it's maybe not, I shouldn't. it's not even just a like fidelity thing. I think it's a, it's a depth of the animation. Like I think this movie works really well on a surface level and it hits the beats that I wanted. Um, but it doesn't go deep in any real way, mm. uh, including the animation where it's like, it, I wish that they had like reached a little more and like just trying to, trying to push, uh, the artistic envelope a little bit. Cause I think like, mm. like there's good ideas and there's the emotional beats really do work for me. And I, that is the most important thing. Um, but like James was saying, there's like not a psychedelic moment where you're like transported into this world. I felt like I, I never felt like this world was like awe inspiring. Right. I, and I, I like, yeah, even like that first concert when she she's on the whale and the speakers and stuff, it's cool. And then she does this big like, yeah, I don't know. There's just no. I get what you're yeah, saying. I d- yeah. I totally agree. I think I agree that um, aesthetically, in terms of like the pure kind of visuals and like the artistic style of it, that it's definitely it's not something that blew me away in terms of me like 
having the the pretty lights in front of my eyes and being like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. You know, it's like it was more of the it was more of the emotional kind of like undercurrent and the themes and the characters and yeah. stuff Speaking that of, really got me going. I think it's so. But it was very. I will say it was it was stimulating enough for okay, my taste. Okay, we've beaten we've beaten the horse. To get that. I, I move on. Let's make glue. Uh, I think it was really uh, badass or I don't know interesting. The, the that whole setup of like her mom leaving her to save another kid. Yeah. That is interesting. Mm. Yeah. That is a very, that's a very like a particular kind of trauma. Yeah. So yeah. That, that was a great character setup. What did you guys think about that? Like uh, having the mother die basically to serve a, a plot point essentially. Expand. <laughs> okay. Well, clearly I have a thought about it. Yeah. Tell I, us your thought. I feel like I've seen, uh, and maybe it'll be hard for me to come up with examples, but I feel like I've seen many examples of this recently where, Mothers or wives die, and they kind of that the whole point of them dying is to serve uh, as a stepping off point for the plot or for the character to develop mm-hmm. in a certain way, um, or to or to fail to develop. And I feel like I was annoyed by it happening here because I feel like I've seen a lot of examples of it. But I got to say though, it worked. It worked here very well. I felt her pain, yeah. and I think it works uh, even better once she meets the other guy and like uh, K and his mother died apparently yep. they never say that explicitly but it's very much implied yep and uh yeah i feel like it it i was annoyed and then it my annoyance was was uh subdued by the fact that the emotions of it worked so well and the and i think the presentation of it too like when you the scene where you see her disappear is really tastefully handled mm-hmm. and it's really powerful yes and i love uh at the end of the scene like she, she's gonna go in the water to chase her mom, and the hand grabs her, but you don't like really know about who it is, and it 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 happens so fast, and it moves on, and you don't think about it. But at the end, it's revealed that it's her friend that grabbed her. Yeah, that was a really powerful moment for me. Was yeah. like, oh, where he was always there for yeah, her. Yeah, Shinobu, really cool. Shinobu. Good I have guy. some nitpicks about that scene actually. Okay, tell us about that. Well, I I just thought it was, as a parent, <laughs> I th- I just thought it was a little unrealistic when the mom's like final words to her are, what does she say? She says something like. She'll die. Otherwise. She'll die if I don't help her. So, and then yeah. she leaves. Mm-hmm. That is just not what a parent would say. Yeah, a parent would say the last words would be, "Just wait right here. I'll be right back." Or like it would be something reassuring to the kid, not like "I got something I gotta do." And then yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just not. That's fair. I don't know. That seemed weird to me. And also, there's all these but adults, Japanese that, parents. Sure. And there's all these people like sense watch, of honor, watching sense of duty. There's all these people watching <laughs> this like event, right? I just feel like someone would have th- done this it. like four year old girl signing by herself. Like some someone would have been like, Hey little girl, like I'll stand beside you or like yeah. Yeah. Is that your mom over there. She just wouldn't have been alone. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. None of this stuff really matters. To They're, me, I also I, I had <laughs> well, some questions that happened with that, but it, I was wondering if it was kind of from her perspective. So it's not a necessarily the exact way that it happened, mm, but sure. it's like her experience yeah, of it. That works. The movie isn't explicit about that, but it's like maybe yeah. that's the explanation. I mean, yeah. I think I also thought like maybe her mom is that good of a person or like or is like kind of like an art artist person who's just kind of like going with her feelings i don't know alternatively very the generous. real the real plot very of the movie take. oh very generous is the mom uses this as an opportunity to run away see you later the mom comes back at the end <laughs> oh no, that God. abusive dad there's <laughs> just takes dark... the mask off it was her mom <laughs> man there's a yeah there's a real dark uh, yeah. alternate take well, on that's here. kind of a big problem i have with the plot is i feel like it's a little loosey-goosey with everyone involved like i feel like everything could have been tightly integrated a little mm. bit more like especially my biggest problem is probably the brothers uh with the abusive father i think like that storyline is nice and i think like uh the little brother and the big brother are like they work well for being the beast and the angel or whatever 
but it feels weird that they're like just this separate existence. Yeah. Uh, and there's a story that's happening over here. And then by the end of the story, we've kind of ran over there. We just, but, you saying like we just meet them in the last 20 minutes. Kind yeah. Of thing, like, hey, and here's these guys. Yeah. And it's weird. Cause like, you see them early on, like you see the dad and them in an interview, like they're hinted at, but it doesn't, it feels like they're non characters until they're necessary for the plot. And it just felt I clumsy. I agree with really? you. Really? Yeah. I, I, I feel, fe- oh, go ahead. I, well, I just feel like overall, like that tightness you're talking about overall is lacking like mm. yeah um in the middle section where i was bored when they're just like looking for his house and stuff i'm just like why why do you care why do you care so much why and then other <laughs> things like yes the you was created by the voices there's four creators and they mentioned the, these creators like twice and then never hit, again yeah. they never become a thing i, I don't know there's just i, I it feel just like, like it feels like it broke screenplay rules i think i agree with you um i feel like anime movies as a genre I feel like I've gotten a little bit more used to this thing that they seem to do, which is really meander through a bunch of kind of seemingly disconnected scenes and then tie things up a little bit emotionally at the <laughs> end. Like I feel like I feel like I go into anime movies now expecting less of a we're going on a journey and I'm holding your hand the whole time yeah. and more of a sort of like we're we're seeing a, a few like vignettes and there's like kind of weird vignette uh, emotional flashbacks and stuff like impressions of things yeah. instead of like this happened and then this happened and then this happened and then, oh no we have to go find the thing all right let's go you know that's fair so yeah. i'm fully fully prepared to it to say like i'm not saying that this is a bad movie because there's a certain pattern over my viewership of anime maybe it's just like i have internal story beats that are western that mm-hmm. i expect and i watch another culture's films and i'm like this is bad or it doesn't sparkle for me it doesn't evoke what i expect and right. therefore i don't like it sure that could be that could happen mm-hmm. and you're not an idiot for liking this movie right unless you're riley <laughs> I, I hate you riley no, but um yeah and, and if you like these vignettes so much why do you like licorice pizza you hypocrite and <laughs> just joking because of the pedophilia <laughs> okay but, but continue <laughs> well there's nothing else to say really like i, I i'm just i like i said before i want to like anime it's not my fault <laughs> it's like they're being like a really delicious looking fault. yeah yeah it's like there's like all oh, that burger looks so awesome in the ad and then you taste it and you're just like I just can't get over the taste I think, I think when I hear you give it like a 4 out of 10 I'm not like oh you're so dumb James I would, like I, I I feel like I I the only reason that I have been able to enjoy this movie is because anime films in general have kind of been like slowly chipping away at me over the, the course of however long I've been I mean I haven't seen that many, but like, you know, I, I tried to watch some Studio Ghibli movies when I was in university and stuff, and I feel like I haven't really watched a ton of them. But but over the years, it kind of like has chipped away, and now I, I feel like I understand the vibe a little bit more. So when I go in, I'm not expecting this stuff that you're talking about as much. So I feel like I can enjoy it a bit more and kind of like relax. I, yeah. I agree. I think that that tightness is like a Western value in filmmaking, and there's more of a... Uh, a loosey goosey pacing that's, and I'm not, that's I'm not more even encouraged. Saying, I'm not even saying that what like the way that I'm experiencing it now is like everyone should get there. Like if you have a preference for more of a tight kind of Western style, then that's good. And I mm-hmm. feel like I still do uh, to a certain extent. But for some reason, like you know, the the combination of things in this movie just spoke to me. I hear him. I hear him. It really must have because there's so many things that you typically are annoyed by. Like that what you, that you let slide. Like what? Well. <laughs> just like you're always obsessed well, with like the, the rules and the lore and the like the mechanics oh, yeah, of the yeah, universe. Yeah. yeah. And, well, maybe that's the kind of stuff you were uh mentioning in your slogan, but we don't need to talk about that stuff yeah. yet. No. You don't Let's want talk to. about the good stuff. Okay. Um 
I want to say, like you said, the first song. Out. Oh, <laughs> you said you said the first song. <laughs> you said the first song didn't make you like you didn't like it. I thought it was okay. It was like funky. It just I wasn't convinced. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna funky? love this music because it's kind of like that drum line sort of thing. The first song? Wait, which one are you talking about? It's when she's singing in the concert. You mean like, when oh, she, not the she concert, arrives when she in you? Arrives in you. You don't really know that that's Belle. Like you just see this woman singing on a whale. I don't wait a whale. Wait, wait are you talking about like the first? Yeah, that's the second. Of the film? That's the second song. What's the first song? The first song is she first gets into you, and she's like, "Whoa, what's going on?" And then she kind of starts singing this no, really like sad. The opening, the opening of the movie. Oh, yeah. Before the... before the like story begins. Oh, okay. That's sorry. the song I was. Yeah, about. sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm talking about when yeah. she. So that's like a flash she... forward or something, right? Yeah, I'm guessing. Mm. Yeah, I, um, when she first enters you, and she's looking around, and she's like bewildered, and then she starts singing this very sad, slow, like melancholy song. Gales of Gales of Song or whatever it is, yeah, yeah. and then everyone's like, "Hey, what's that? Oh, she looks weird. She's got freckles." Blah blah blah. Yeah. That stuff. I was like, I was like, "Oh man, okay, I'm starting to feel things." Yeah. And then later, when she like really gets into it, and like the production is there on the music side, and her voice is like the performance Beautiful. is really good, and she's like the lyrics are substantial. They're not yeah. just like shit. I'm like, wow, okay, let's go. Like oh, it totally. just made me feel things. Yeah, I like that concert too. Like the the one where she's in the dome. I like the animation. I like that music. I was almost mad that the dragon broke in. I was like, ah, let her sing. That's, oh. my, least, that's <laughs> my least favorite scene. Really? Oh, was that's it? funny. But she's not even, isn't she not even singing in that scene? I don't she's think she, about to. Yeah. Or she's like floating around the, yeah. and the whales are just like floating around her. I think she gets to a song, yeah. That was definitely I, one I of those that. anime things so where I'm like, wait, how do, we, how do we get to here? How did she get <laughs> a big concert production in like a day? Oh, well, okay. What? No, well, it wasn't a day. That was like a flash forward after a, a while. Oh, yeah, I actually had a it big problem like a with week, that as I well. I didn't like, I mean, I understand the logic here. I, her friend was helping her, sure. but I didn't like that she, and maybe this is my expectations, she showed up there, she sang a song to herself, uh, somehow it was filmed from a bazillion angles, maybe that's a feature of the metaverse, Wait, that's, what do you mean that's very filmed? possible. There's like footage of her doing, of her performing that song. From everyone's perspective. Right? Well, like because everybody has she, like she, screen captures of sure. their own yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That totally makes sense mechanically, but it just... Great. Didn't make sense that she like I logged in once I log out within twenty four hours I'm the hottest star in the whole. Well, she's viral. World. She went viral. That happens. Like someone will post a video and then like it's 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 like a nobody. It's just like an a, an anonymous account and then it takes off. Like this has happened. Yeah, you don't organize a big huge concert. Wasn't it? Later. Didn't it turn out that her friend? What are you talking about? Her friend person. was doing all that. It's like, the, the metaverse. Yeah, hero. I guess this is this is one part that I was confused about because like okay, she's a good singer and I guess it's implied that she writes music and like can play yeah. piano or whatever but um i was like who's making the backing track the guy in the chair yeah. hero you mean is that her friend yeah hero girl, girl in the chair but yeah it, yeah. did she make the dome too yeah, but the guy in the chair what is like the a do- thing the dome the dome was like a existing so they got to rent venue. it out they made enough money on the well they yeah they made tons Yo, of money it's the metaverse everything's owned by a corporation there's yeah, nothing they that's made- fucking <laughs> free they, they said that they they're making tons of money but they're donating most of it to charities okay you guys missed that bit? Dome is a, so dome's a value. I, can, I think I'm just kind of with is, you. The dome is like the the metaverse uh, stadium. Like it's it's a thing that people use in that in that universe. Yeah, it's like just, it. it's they a, said that it's an oh. asset. It's fine. It just I just I don't <laughs> know. I, I guess I thought that the movie would devote time to her like rise. Yeah. To mm. become Belle, rather than it just being like uh, she's Belle. Like and uh, she's a superstar. It just yeah. just accept that they did a montage. Nah. They did a montage and there she's spinning around and going through like a million different costumes and each of Which those costumes fun. I'm like. Oh, it's implying that time is passing and she's she's going through, you know, I guess I just don't concerts. believe that someone would actually become a more than a 15 second of fame kind of person with one song. 
You know, like it's like I don't think she would reach it's, that level. It's a, it's a movie. I, don't I know. just think she needed to earn it a little bit more. I thought she would, and the reason I guess. Well, she it, had the pain. It had implications later on. Because but no one else has the pain. Later on. <laughs> Not just, Seuss, Peggy Sue. Excuse me. <laughs> We're having a side conversation. Yeah, it's getting really annoying. <laughs> later on, when Justin is threatening to unveil her, uh, I felt no stakes at all. I felt not threatened at all. I was like, who cares? She didn't, oh, even, really? she didn't even work for the status. She showed up and, be, and became famous in a day. Who cares? Wait, what? And then and we didn't even learn until later that if you get unveiled, you fade away and I guess lose yeah, that, your Yeah, I didn't account. know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. We learned that later. So Wait, there's, like, there's just zero stakes when Justin is like pointing his little gun, which for some reason he has the power to unveil people. Don't know why he gets that power. He's sponsored. He like, uh, he, you know, it's like, it's like these influencers who get to talk to the companies like us. <laughs> And then they like you know get them a but he has like special powers, special powers though it's like, it's like yeah ben they Hammer? gave him they gave I don't know there's I guess he's like sort a of mod. a does he like work for he's, he's a powerful enough influencer in you that he can I don't know that's I don't know. that'd be it's like an anime man yo we're the biggest influencers on YouTube so YouTube gives us ability to delete other people's videos it's like okay. <laughs> You know, like, the more that you're saying about this, the more I realize, because I already knew that I was doing this, but the more I realize how much I suspended my, like, lore head. That's exactly you know, what I'm saying. Style, uh, side of my brain for this. But, like, I have learned to do that because it's very frustrating when you watch any anime, basically, and try to keep track of, like, the the, the real nitty-gritty. So you yourself are traumatized. You yeah, have maybe. bruises. Yeah. You have bruises. I yeah. think though why it didn't bother me too much is that the movie really isn't interested in the metaverse. Like that it is just a setting for this Beauty and the Beast retelling. Yeah, and I feel like I a rug pull because I was sold on this movie by Riley, who's like, <laughs> check with this Verge article. It's a metaverse movie. I was like, sweet. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be a trans allegory oh. or something. But no. What? Well, I guess there could be. I mean, I don't know. They don't I, I don't even think... choose what they look like. No. I feel like anime isn't super progressive in that way yet. Why does Beast get to fly so fast, but she can't fly? Because he has internal rage. Yeah. I don't know. Why do bruises? Why are bruises that color? I didn't. They didn't look like bruises. To I me. did. I was like, wait, those are bruises. This is so funny. I feel like I'm normally not where I am right now when yeah. we're talking about anime. Yeah, I'm why, usually the so hater. I when hate, you're in, when, you wait, are you, you love, also? What was out? the movie we did that you hated? That I that I or that you loved that your, I hated? Your name? No. No. The anime. Or not. Spirited Away? Spirited Away. I love Spirited Away. Yeah, I hated it. Oh, oh you yeah. hated it too. I was the I was the I don't hate it. I just I didn't. was I was with James on mm-hmm. this. It was it was James and me versus you. Character and now growth. David has absorbed me into himself. <laughs> I am but an aspect so of him. Can you be in you and out of it at the same time? Like she's running on the beach and like I puts am her, right now. Puts, oh yeah, yeah. They move like semi both in real time. Because like yeah, you see them like they're connected to their bodies. Like, There's they don't just go no sleep. explanation of, of rules, of, and I guess the movie doesn't care about that, and that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. I just want an info dump. Well, I was... feel like I feel like uh, I would expect more of an exploration of that kind of stuff, like the technical reality of it, in a in a Western movie. Yeah, and if they, and if a Western movie did what this movie did, I would be very frustrated. I just I when I watch anime, I just turn off that part of my brain yeah. that cares about that stuff, and you just you're like. What they're going to tell me is the stuff that matters. And like, there is just so many gaps. You just don't worry about it. Like, yeah. There might be an explanation. There might not be. You just, you go. I think expectations were a big part of my enjoyment of this film because I thought we got Beauty and the Beast and we got VR. And that is going to be interesting because the whole thing with Beauty and the Beast is the Beast is misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Right. He looks a certain way. He didn't choose that. And then he's misunderstood. I mean, in VR, maybe you do choose that. Yeah. And, and, you know, Beauty and the Beast, like she has this provincial life. And then she wants to escape to something greater. VR, you escape. Yeah. There's all these like perfect 
it's a great uh, combination I, of things oh, to put okay. together. And then we arrive in the theater and we find out those two things actually have nothing to do with this movie. I think, uh, yeah, so I definitely think part of the problem is that you were expecting more of a Beauty and the Beast adaptation than you got. Well, actually, uh, at first I was expecting just anime VR movie and that was cool. Then I found out like just days before seeing this movie that it was Beauty and the Beast. And I actually went, ah. Oh. Oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> ew. But I thought, okay, maybe. And then I got to the movie theater and it was like, nah. Because I, I feel like... No, it's nothing. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's, well, it's it's just sort of like a... It's like a superficial uh, affiliation with the Beauty and the Beast story as a way to kind of like maneuver into a different story. You yeah. Know? It's not very Beauty and, and the Beastie, really. Well, I liked that. She's I, not a prisoner in his castle who eventually grows to love him. She seeks him out because she like already loves him for no reason. Well, not for no reason. Well, I think she like so sees cool. someone who is uh, maybe li- hiding some sort of trauma, just like she is. Like, and so she yeah. wants to like sh- maybe. It's like, what do you mean? That's exactly what she's doing. Yeah, but like, why? It's like, here's the. What do you mean? Why? Whoa! Look at this guy fighting everyone. That's crazy. I'm gonna follow him. She's not like that. She's like ridden, anxiety ridden inside, and she's only able to sort of act with confidence in see, the metaverse because she's Belle and not Suzu. See how his hair is over his eye? <laughs> okay. I must find him. Okay. I did not like the design of the dragon. Oh, really? I don't know. I, something about it seemed really like a teenager drawing, like designing a dragon, like an emo dragon. I, mean, he is I a, thought he was he okay. is an emo teenager being abused. I'm so. trying to get a rise out of you now. Like, I thought he, he, the yeah. design was okay. Like, I don't yeah. know. I didn't like it. Something about it just like, Push me off. I don't love it. What's the deal with fine. her desire to unveil him? She wants to find out who are you. Who, why? Why can't well, she just hang out with him in the, in the metaverse? Uh, because she wants to help him, and she thinks that he is like he's hurt. She saw the picture of his mother that was like, oh, she, she, she it seems like she like knows that something happened to his mom, and so she's like, you're hurt. I want to help you. Like, let me know who you are. Let me like talk to me. And he's like, no, you know. So, so it's like she wants to. What do you keep think going. her ultimate desire as a character is? I think that she, uh, in the beginning, she doesn't really know what her ultimate desire is. I think that she's struggling. That's that's her whole thing. Like, what do I do? She's traumatized. She doesn't know why her mom left her. She's but we like, know as the audience that she's trying to become whole. We know that yes. she's not the same because of the trauma of her mother right. dying. Yeah. And she gets to become whole when in the metaverse. Yeah, because I think near the end, she realizes that, you know, because Shinobu... Shinobu uh, encourages her to sing as herself in the metaverse, and so then she realizes, like, um, putting on this like uh, facade of being all cool and all good all the time, you know, isn't uh, you know it's better to be authentic. So then she like takes the risk of showing everybody that she is just kind of this frumpy school, uh, you know, countryside schoolgirl or whatever, and then everyone's like, oh look, she's being authentic. And that shows Kay that he can be authentic and like he doesn't have to hide behind this like dragon persona or whatever, you know? Like, I feel like that's that's the. But what if he just wants to be a dragon because it's cool? That's fine, I guess. But it not it's not fine if you're using it as a way to like you know carry on this like suppressed trauma. What do you, what do you guys think? Because kind of on that topic, uh, it weirded me out that when she after she's unveiled and she has that, I think it's a great scene when she's Suzu in the metaverse and she sings a song and like. By the power of her spirit, she's able to stay in there, even though once you're unveiled, you're supposed to leave. I don't, I don't, but, I don't remember anything about that. About like once you're unveiled, you have to leave. So you fade o- away. I think it's is only what they say. yeah. Once he's unveiled, her he's like, "Why is she here? She's supposed to fade away. She's been unveiled." He only says it then. It's not set up as a stake. Oh, before. you know what I think happens? Oh, 
Well, okay. But so I, I don't think that's an official thing. I think that's just like people well, fade away from shame, shame or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, but my question is, why does she go back to being Belle? And I, that actually mm. was a big problem I bit had. Strange. Where so she's Suzu and she's singing, and then there's like the shot of the whale coming out, and when she's on back on top, she's back to her like hidden persona. Yeah. And I think that's a weird thematic choice. Like, yeah, you would expect at least it was it would be an amalgam. Yeah. Like it looks. Like was, her, but with an extravagant dress on. That's exactly what I was thinking it was going to be. And it's weird that it's not. Like, it's like, does she need to go back to hiding herself? Like, what do you think it means thematically? I think that, I think that um, the movie, maybe this would be like the case in a Western movie. We, uh, the, the really important thing is that you live as your authentic self, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that in uh, an Eastern movie, I feel like there's, you know, it's, especially in anime, they're big on aesthetics. They're big on like having these crazy costumes and these crazy things all over the top. People have giant hammers and they they shouldn't be able to carry and like there's magical powers for no reason and people are wearing completely impractical outfits. And shoes that just... (laughs) Slam. They're They're just so good. Your feet aren't that big. (laughs) Um, So I feel like, I feel like uh, she becomes Belle again at the end because it's fun and it's, it's, you know, it's, you, you still are in you at the end of the day and you can wear this like cool fun outfit with the flowers going everywhere and it can be a spectacle. It's like, you know, the fact that you are now comfortable with being either yourself or Belle is good. Um, yeah, but but it's like, if you want to be Belle for the fun concert with the whales going crazy, sure, go for it. It should probably be stated though. Maybe. Yes, but I, you know, I think that's again an, a thing about anime that I don't think is great. I would appreciate like it, it stating stuff like that as well. I gave it an eight point two five. You know, it's not you're, like the you're best. Being movie very ever charitable, seen. every everything that could, it's anime. Well, this is your answer to anything that could be a demerit to it. You're saying it's actually just because it's anime. Well, I'm not saying that it's not a demerit because in the past I feel like I would uh, cite the things you're citing as being a, a valid reason why I didn't like the movie, and that's fine. But I think that now having been exposed to this much anime, I'm like... You're starting I, to see the patterns. I recognize the patterns, and okay. I'm like, okay, this isn't something that I'm going to say this is a bad movie for doing this. I'm going to say... That's how they do This it. is the genre. Okay, I, don't, yeah. I haven't seen enough to know that, so... Huh? what I'll take it. What happens to Justin? That was a big question I had. Justin just kind of... He like, loses his sponsors. Yeah, he loses his sponsors, then he, he goes away in shame. Like, they don't really answer that. And I, I that leads to a bigger point I probably have with this is like, Justin's not really a fucking rounded character. Like we don't see his avatar. Oh. We don't like that'd be funny if you see like the person that he is. It's just some like big neck beard. Like that's like the maybe the most basic thing. But you see the the real world version <laughs> of good, Justin. That would it, be oh, what if way. it was the kids, the boy's dad? Oh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, I feel like I understand the type of person that Justin is. He's like a self righteous person who thinks that. You know he's doing a good thing, but really he just likes the power of being able to hold other people border know, accountable. Guard. A border guard, basically. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's just. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't really interested in who Justin is. You know. But I think but, that's a problem. I, I wish I. I wish they had done more to make me interested. Right. Because I agree. It's like yeah, he serves his purpose. Yeah. Uh, and when you look at, at like a kids movie, like Gaston isn't a fully rounded character. He's like a alpha male who wants to have sex with Belle. That's right. all he is, and like that's fine. But I guess I was craving just a little more dimension to him. No mm. offense to all the border guards who listen. The border guards who listen to this podcast are <laughs> exceptional. <laughs> They're exceptions. They're cool. They would yeah. let us bring cocaine into this country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it didn't They'd bother me because Justin was like, he's not the villain. He's a villain in the movie, you know? Like the, dad, the, the antagonist is less of a person and more of like, you know, anxiety itself. And sure. uh, so, I don't know. I, it didn't right. really bother me that Why much. Why does the Beast Castle, why does Beast, whatever his name is, Dragon... What is his name? I don't know. Why does he K. get? Why does he get to have a castle 
that is unfindable and like a magic, like another dimension. What's up with that? Sorrow. Why? It unlocked the this is uh, another sa- sad dimension. There's all these questions that are just. Well, this is yeah. This it doesn't is, matter. I guess. Anime, I don't know. It's yeah. a mes- like I feel like yeah. It's anime. It's a metaverse, but it's also like the metaverse is th- advanced enough that they just have things they put in their ears and uh, yeah, magically in there. It's like a Black Mirror thing where. Yeah. At some point, you just stop asking questions about the logistics of it, and you're just like, this is what it is. It must be so fun to write, to be a writer in this world where you're like, this exists. I don't need to do any work to justify it. Moving mm. on. <laughs> that would be. I, well, I've spent so anime. much time. <laughs> that's anime. That's why I don't like the vast majority of animes. I won't go and watch an anime if someone recommends it to me, because I'm like, it's probably really to annoying me, in like this way. That's a really modern Western thing where like we're so obsessed with the details and like so obsessed with like, the lore and the justification whereas like you go back to movies and fantasy and sci-fi like 40 years ago and like we played fast and loose and like all that mattered was the impression it gave you uh and it's really like i feel like since like the the dawn of of star wars well no even i, later I that, blame star wars for com- like comment internet comments and forums and all these things where people were like got obsessed with like being the one that pointed out flaws and like in world building and all mm-hmm. these things and i i i crave a time where worlds could be weird and cool and not that this world is necessarily cool and weird but I, I miss that time where you got to be totally creative because you didn't have to fucking justify every little detail. Like you just got to be like you got to give a, an artistic impression of a world. And that was enough. See, I think sure. I think it's a function of having a cinematic or multi franchise, multi medium universes that are half like have to interact and be internally consistent when there's a movie and a novel and a video game yes, yes Star Wars or, right. or yeah You're like right a ton of Wars. movies it's like when you make a ton of movies and then in this movie these ships can do this but in the next movie they can't it's like okay well that's gonna rub some people the wrong yeah. way obviously so it is and, Star Wars fault. And, and Star I'm one Trek, of those and I'm both. one of those people because I'm like listen if you want to establish this universe and tell me this story then like you take me into the universe and i notice a bunch of things are breaking it's like that's your fault that's not my fault that you like weren't paying attention and you don't care it's like okay yeah in a perfect universe everyone would just uh, enjoy the movie and not think about all this stuff in the background but at the same time there are people who really enjoy filling out wikipedias and writing appendices and it's like you know there there's a market for that and i I feel like with sci-fi and fantasy that needs to be addressed. To me, it's hard though, because like you're right. It's like the, there's a, a billion people that love that d- level of detail and filling out the the fan wikis and shit. But to me, it's the burden of modern fantasy and storytelling that's the reason why like we're not really getting good new fantasy. It's because like you have to be so concerned with like your encyclopedia that like why would you write a fucking story? You're making you, you're well, making a fucking like you know what I, I think I'm gonna come in the middle so. here. I'm gonna come in the middle here and disagree kind of with both of you because I don't think you have to be writing uh like an encyclopedia to to have, to enjoy or, yeah. or appreciate or demand this aspect of filmmaking and i don't think that it necessarily means that you're not being creative because i think what i like is when i go imagine the world was like that like whether it's children men handmaid's tale star wars uh some a black mirror concept we were like oh man if th- or inception if yeah. they if you had that then you could do this and then you could do this because I understand the rules of the universe, right. my, I can ideate and put myself there. Yeah. But in this, I have no idea what the rules of the universe are, so I don't even get to... It's, sure. it's an element of the fantasy that I don't get to yeah. play in. I feel like a movie like this, where they don't really care that much about like creating a coherent uh, playground for people to like have these parts that they can combine and like think about different situations in. Like they don't care as much about that. They're just like, we're telling a story, and it's in the metaverse, and people can fly, and that's fun, you know? 
Um, I feel like that's fun to have for the first movie. If they made a sequel, which I don't think they will, and I'd hope they don't or whatever, uh, then I would expect that kind of consistency. But you can make like a first pilot of something, you know, like you come up with a new franchise. Like, I don't think anyone's anything stopping people from making a compelling new uh, creative franchise or whatever, um, because they no one cares about that stuff in the first go. It's when you make a, a number two and number three, and there's a there's a move there's a novel tie-in, and there's a game and the board game mm-hmm. and blah, blah blah. Like then you have to start thinking about okay, wait, we're making all of these entries into this fictional universe. Now we need to start thinking about how this universe actually. Unless works. you don't, like in the Mad Max episode we talked about, it yeah, doesn't we, matter if this actor yeah. plays a different character. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter why, if his car blew up already. That's why I think Mad Max is generally just kind of like a dumb action movie, and there's not really a ton of <laughs> depth there in terms of lore. I mean, we talked about this. I feel I feel like we mostly agreed on this. Is that like within the universe, we don't need to actually ask the question of how they are wasting this much gas driving all over the place when apparently yeah. it's like this hard to find resource and water and food and it's like it's just fun. It's just turn your brain off and have fun. I feel like so I, I crave stories and universes and franchises. I know. Um, but I feel like they, those stories can't deliver something satisfying because they're just, people are just obsessed about not story. They're obsessed about fact checking and, and all these things. And like, I don't give a fuck. Well, it takes you out of it. about fact checking? It takes you out of it. You're, you're on this ro- What do you mean? Why? Cause you see something that obsessed. doesn't make sense to you. You see something and you're like, oh wow. Oh, is, he, oh, is he going to get a good thing? Oh, is he going to find it? It's like, oh wait, what? How did they, what? It takes you out of it. It's not your fault that you're like thinking about that stuff. It's like that. That to me is a uh, responsibility of the filmmaker to to draw balance. Like you have to give enough details about the environment so that people aren't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And they're paying attention to the characters and the story and this stuff. I'm saying it's a balance, and we're way too far on the wrong side on one side of the pendulum. We're way okay. too obsessed with with lore, I think and we're, that- we need to like find the balance where it's like. We were worried about like the balance. I'll of it. sort of agree That's with you that there. I think there are people on extremes on both sides. Sure, of it. there are sure. people who think that we shouldn't care about lore at all, and sure. there are people who are like way, 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 way too obsessed with lore to the detriment sure. of actually enjoying anything. Fair enough, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a balance. You got to walk the a balance. So, what, so yeah. for you in this movie, let's say it's a spectrum of audience member and it's a spectrum of writer. And on the one hand, you've got creative freedom, and the other hand, you've got like continuity. Where do you think they landed in this movie relative to where you want it to be? Because I've already said that in this movie, they were, they didn't pay enough attention to rules for me, and that's immersion breaking for me. I where, think, where are you? I think I agree with you a little bit. Like I think because they sold it as a metaverse story, I wish that the metaverse mattered, and it's clearly just set dressing for the story they want to tell. Like, they mm. just don't delve into what it really means. Like there's not really a thematic about the metaverse. It's not. It's about these characters and the trauma, and the metaverse is a way to express that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I wish that there was rules of the metaverse that were set up to exp- like to pull out that idea a little bit more and like that the metaverse was actually interesting like we f- live in a world where like the metaverse is fucking real or it's going to be real within five years and like i don't want the metaverse so to have the basic level one vanilla metaverse who fucking cares i think we were both kind of hoping for like a a black mirror metaverse anime movie something yeah something more to it like a that, take on it that was gonna make yeah. you be like oh that's scary we don't we don't, shouldn't get that for this, sure. This but society nope. in the movie isn't really like fundamentally changed by the existence of you, the, yes, weird, the metaverse. Eh? They're just kind of like, it's, you know, it's like a, it's a game everyone's yeah. playing. PlayStation Home. Yeah. Yeah. But, and they're still spending a lot of time not in it, which is totally I, unrealistic. I it, <laughs> Those kids are just never yeah, unplugged. Yeah. They wouldn't even I, go to school, man. I find yeah. it interesting that you guys were frustrated by the movie's lack of like 
delving into the real nitty gritty of like what the metaverse means for society and stuff because I feel like I don't know to me the the real value of this movie is the emotional core and mm. the metaverse thing is like you know uh, I'm gonna watch a documentary about the metaverse or something like I wouldn't I wouldn't expect this like uh anime about high schoolers to really like say something deep about our future and on the internet. To me, you know? why? Like, Ghost I, I, in the Shell can do that. Yeah. Well, Ghost in the Shell is like a cyberpunk, like, neo-noir. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but this is a high school drama. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I think, disappointed. Yeah, to me, it just feels like it's, they didn't think super deep and hard about the movie. I think you're right. It, it is about those emotional beats, and to me, those emotional beats really do land. Like, I teared up. I felt, uh, when... They're in the alleyway and they find each other. Even though I'm like, how old did they find each other? Wait, which alleyway? Uh, oh yeah, that end. was insane. <laughs> <laughs> at the end, when uh, uh, Suzu finds Kay and the little brother and stuff, and they're like hugging in the rain when they're like oh. they've run away from the dad. Yeah, uh, and like they explain it, like they triangulated and they heard the. No, that's the lucky that they ran out of the door <laughs> at the right time. Anyway, <laughs> but like my brain was like, this is fucking, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm just gonna go with it. Yeah. And then I felt. Uh, and then they hug and it's very sweet and you get the flash of like what it was like when she went for the kiss and they went they landed on the hug in yeah. the metaverse I thought that was a really sweet moment it was great and then the dad comes and like grabs her face and cuts her and she turns around and just stares at him yeah. and like all of that really lands for me all that totally. like as soon as I'm just like I let the the logic of it fly by let the like the worries fly by all of that is so good but then yeah it's hard to give this movie above an 8 for me because it's just like right. I have to turn when she stares him down and stands up to him did you see that as like a now she's completed her arc? Yeah, like I think she was, she's self-assured. Was she like meek and a pushover the whole? She became show? her mother in that moment, sort of, in, in the sense mm. that she's like sacrificing herself, and she doesn't. She's she might get hit, she might be killed by a strange guy, kid, but she's going to stand up for these people who need help. Huh. Her like mother's that. a freaking superhero. True, and she ran away, but she's dead. <laughs> She's still out there somewhere. <laughs> just watching the metaverse. <laughs> she is that baby lady. Man, that's yeah. like, I got to say like, so like that moment where she, they hug at the end, uh, that like triggered a bout of crying for me before that, when she's on the train going to, to get them and oh, she's yeah. texting with her dad and her dad acknowledged that she grew up to be caring because of her yeah. mother and stuff. And it's like that, that relationship with her dad is like really in the background, the whole movie, like yeah. it really does not pay much attention to it. But you know that it's there and you know that she's kind of distant from her dad. So then when they have that connection and it's like, yeah, I have to work a lot and you're at school and we don't see each other. But I recognize this in you and I'm yeah. going to validate who you really are and who you've grown up to be because your mother like fostered these values in yeah. you. It's like, oh, man, great moment. And it's a great way to like pay off on that like really little background totally. thing. And then last before that, I, I burst out crying when. There's the unveiling concert where she sings as herself. That was and I am expecting the beast to like show up, you know? I almost was like a little disappointed that she went through all this trouble and then I expected like the beast to come like flying in. Yeah. And it it didn't happen, so then I was kind of like I was crying before that cuz I almost like expected it to happen and then it didn't happen. And then yeah. Kay, I was like, crying because I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Kate calls them afterwards, okay, that's how they did it. Yeah. But like man, those three story beats just yeah. like hit me and I For feel sure. like it really just before that point I was enjoying it yeah. but the fact that each of those was so emotionally powerful yeah. and it was all in like the last third of the movie I was yeah. like the last third let's pick, go picked it up because yeah. sure. I was like let me out of here and then I <laughs> then I got to the point where I was like hey at least I'm paying attention again right yeah. right like it's compelling enough to watch yeah. 
I feel like <laughs> kind of circling around to like tightly integrated stuff and like maybe that's just like a Western value. I wish that the dad was a little more tightly integrated. Like at one mm. point I was like, I wonder if he's the beast and like the bruises are emotional wounds that he's carrying mm. because of. He got a raw deal from this kid. Hey, jeez. Yeah. She's like, won't even talk to him and stuff. It's like, man, she died like when you were what, three or four and now you're like 15. Like, yeah. Can you have dinner with your dad at some point? I actually don't really agree with that portrayal. I don't know how realistic that is. Uh, so how, how first of all, how old do you think she was when her mom died? I thought it was like six or seven. Six, seven, yeah, something like that. Maybe five, yeah. six. Makes sense. I don't. I just don't know that because he says the line, "You've been so different since your mom died," and it's like <laughs> that makes sense if she, if I'm like fifteen and she died when I was twelve, or like she yeah. she died two years ago. But it's like I she died. Most of my life has been without my mom. I should be who I am. I now. feel like she could have been like nine or ten, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. She looked like a baby. But man. I also feel like this is sort of a, I I feel like this is something I've noticed about anime movies that take place in Japan that like the fathers are rarely in the picture. Mm. I think that there is a culture of like, you know, they, wor- they work they longer than 10 hour days uh, and he's just not around that often. That's so it's fine. like the only time they see each other or interact is when he gets home from work and she happens to be outside or something, you know? And like, it, I feel like and he's breakfast in fact, time. He tries, man. Yeah, he's trying. I'm not yeah. saying that he's a piece of shit. I'm just saying that, like, that's that seems to be the culture that, like, the kids, the the dads just aren't really in the kids' life that much. That's fair. I, I don't know. I feel like I have to qualify what I said a minute ago. I don't want people to like attack me. Uh, so <laughs> I have had a parent die. I was ten, and I feel like already that's old enough, or like, uh, what am I trying to say here? Like. I feel like when you, you're you when would, you're you young would, enough, the you the rest of your life you're not a person <laughs> at ten. <laughs> <laughs> she was even younger than that, so I feel like that's like your normal. You know what I mean? Mm, that is yeah. your new normal, right? So if you're older and then someone dies, you're like, oh no, that's I'm not myself anymore. I'm, now I'm shook. Like no, she's so young that she's defining what herself means. Right, right, yeah. right. So like, what is she different from herself as a toddler? Yeah, yeah. like. Her, no, I can. It just—it's just, I, it just, it's just a, I don't know—incongruous yeah. with my own experience. No, I think right. what you're saying makes sense to me. I feel like uh, I think that again plays into sort of the dad being distant and just like his idea of the of her is more informed by what he knew about her when she was young, and maybe he was seeing her a bit more. And now that she's going to school and going off to high school by herself or whatever, you know, maybe mm-hmm. he's like his his image of her is more informed by when she was younger than what she is now. Mm-hmm. But he still, I guess, knows enough to know that she's like, you know, a caring person and whatnot. Yeah. Ugh. I just cried. <laughs> <laughs> um, Big nitpick I have uh, mm-hmm. the amount of fade to blacks. Holy fuck. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. There's at least five. Mm. That's uh, too many. That's so many. You get like two tops. You get, yeah. If you're Lord of the Rings, maybe four because you're at the end of a trilogy, but like. Really, be, one is the sweet spot. Yeah, I was like, it's the movie black. ending, and it just kept happening. I was mad. I was <laughs> <laughs> mad that it kept going? Hey. A <laughs> um, I really like, okay, so you guys were saying that, like, the metaverse wasn't really addressed in this movie, but I think that a, they did a decent job of presenting the sort of the cynicism of influencer culture or, like, you know, internet culture where everyone's anonymous and they just like leave a billion comments on stuff. And some of them are like the most hateful things you could ever see in your life. And the other, like some of them are like, Oh, that's nice. You know, they had that. Yeah. And I liked the, I liked the balance of, or the contrast of having that side where it's like these, these 
masses of of horrible people just like judging every tiny thing you do and then at the end kind of ever all that those same people opening up and sharing their pain all at the same time and she's like i'm revealing who, who i am i have this pain i have this trauma and everyone's like yeah we all have that pain too and that's the lights all coming up from their avatars and stuff and i was just like oh that's beautiful i feel like that's a really it was. I I thought that the balance between cynicism and optimism really mm-hmm. struck. Uh, I guess a good chord. That's for like me. the purpose of Peggy Sue because that that was my question. I was like, what? Oh, is, yeah. Why? Why does Peggy Sue exist? It's, that's it's that other put, star. Yeah, it's to put a face to that idea yeah, of she, like the hater becoming uh, disarmed by the honesty. Right. She's like, she's just a normal girl. Yeah. Just like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the dub now. I mean, I probably will rewatch this movie at some point. <clears throat> probably at home. I'm not going to go to theater again, but. Um. That's all I really had to talk about for Oh, I uh this is sort of like a nitpick, I guess. I feel like the movie really minimizes the work it would take to make these virtual concerts. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I get that hero I get that hero's a genius, but like, okay, wait, so she's producing the music and doing promotion and marketing and creating all of these uh super crazy virtual concerts like the ones like we've seen the, the Fortnite has done a few of these, Roblox did one that wasn't so good. But like it takes a lot. Like there's a lot of coding. There's a lot of coding. Going to school. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Two hours a night. I I could maybe believe that like doing stuff like that in you is like maybe a little bit easier because like you know you're just like locked like hooked in with your ears. But there's uh, no sense in thinking about if you never think think. about any of the other stuff. There's no sense in thinking about this. That was one of the lore aspects that I was like, how are they? Here's a head pick. Uh, I'm. I mean, I guess I'm pretty sure it's been like a week since I saw this, but I'm. When she hugged the the boys at the end, it was strictly platonic. Like she's yeah. going yeah. for the beast this whole time, and unlike Beauty and the Beast, it's not a love story. Right? She doesn't end up with yep. that with those kids. She, they just they have this connection. It's a powerful emotional connection. Yeah. But it's not a sexual connection, and it's it's healing, and it doesn't have to be sexual. Really? Yeah. yeah. Big hit pick. I really like that. That's dope. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, and especially the fact that that's platonic. But then also she has a love interest in the movie yep. Shinobu. But then. They're like, we don't need to like, you know, consummate this or whatever. We don't need to have them kiss or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's fine. You, like there is that tension and then they kind of like uh, cooperate in the end and they have this understanding that they're there for each other and that's fine. We don't need to have like I, a- Maybe they don't because it's like a conservative Japanese film. <laughs> I feel like you have, I, I don't know. Cu- Japanese culture is more conservative than yeah, Western, right? In, in, yeah, in, in some, some ways. They're young. Like these yeah. are school kids. Yeah. Yeah. In some, um, well- yeah. I, really, I don't think they have problems with sexualizing school kids in uh, in other anime things. I think but yeah. uh, hmm. I really like that final scene where they're just walking by the river. <laughs> they're walking by the river. Do they look Google at the clouds things. and they're talking. And I love it uh, when Shinobu is just like, "Finally, I don't have to take care of you anymore." Uh, yeah, I thought that was a sweet. His character was sweet. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. I liked that. Like, and she's like, "No one cares about me. I'm just this frumpy the, the, like schoolgirl. Like I'm not cool like Ruka or whatever." And he's like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> he's the most popular kid in the school he's like why, why don't you talk to me yeah she's like oh running away <laughs> there's definitely like a vibe like i feel like that would annoy me before that whole vibe i'm just like he likes you what's wrong with you like and he's your childhood friend he's looking out for you what's like why don't you just talk to him and i would be so frustrated but now i'm just like oh that's just how that's just how i don't know japanese girls are women betrayed. man and I don't know whether maybe this is a problem. Maybe this is a problem with with this genre, you know. But I, I, at the very least, I understand that this is the norm. And I'm not Japanese, so I can't talk about like whether we need to like uh, push for change in that way. Like it needs to be more egalitarian. <laughs> out of your depth. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I just think I was like, it's an anime. That's what it is. It's funny. I don't know. I think that's it. Oh. 
Do you oh. were you guys confused at all by the when 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 she gets all the texts on her phone? Like she's like thinking up the love song and oh, she's like and strolling by the water and then she looks at her phone to record the song and she's getting like a million texts yeah. and it's about like Ruka liking Shinobu or like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some sort of like high school girl drama, but she's getting like hundreds of texts. Like and a I was like, is this, their whole school. is this linked to Belle at all? But I don't think it was. It was just high school stuff. I think again, that's a, to like her experience of it. It's like she's she actually got six right, texts, but right, to right, her, right. it's like a million texts. But visually, though, they use that same like kind of word cloud thing for elements of you yeah, later yeah. on, right? Where it's like it's the comments from the you community. Yeah. So I could see that why was that was the most confused I was in the whole movie, especially because they switched to this like board game analogy where like oh the oh, yeah. the, flirty, the flirty girls are warring with the pent up girls about yeah, whether, like so weird. they're they're upset that Shinobu might might be into Ruka blah, blah blah and then it's like yeah it's like an RPG thing and then they it, flip yeah. to the bottom of the board because Hero's gonna figure out how to like dissolve the tension and all this <laughs> stuff I was just like I don't know what the fuck is going on but I want this analogy to end because I don't understand I, I, I don't it. play those games I so I don't it. quite follow it was like pretty it was just like a tactical strategy game I get it's like you don't know the exact rules but whatever broad strokes it worked broad strokes, it worked, broad it worked oh, okay I would be uh, was it I'd be remiss if I didn't shout out the singing group that she's part of I was gonna I like talk them, about them quite a bit yeah I thought it was nice that, but oh, that, yeah. that warmth uh, when they come, they're like, "We know who she is," and they're like, "We got to go rescue her." I don't know; it just was silly, but no, it, I loved it warmed it. my heart. Built out like the uh, the maternal kind of presence. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's fair. Mature ladies' presence. Yeah, they were they were great. I love those yep. those ladies. Shout out. Also, I I thought it sounded like they were singing like an Alleluia song. I probably, yeah, but it wasn't. It's like oh, I looked it up and it well because I listened to the soundtrack and it's like it's in Latin or something. It's like something come Luya. And huh. I, and I, uh, anyways, yeah, I just, just assumed it was like I an just, Ave Maria. I, I didn't know like whether they were were they at the gym, the school gym, or something. I thought it was like a community center or something. Okay, or it was yeah. an abandoned school, wasn't it? No, it was that's a school where, during the summer, wasn't it? Can they say something like they used it? Who knows? We're just one level deeper of the anyways, metaverse. This yeah. is not. Yeah. That's a whole like uh, yeah detail aspect that I completely missed out on. So and it doesn't know. really matter. In it this doesn't. Movie. It doesn't really. Tune in next week. What are we doing? Aliens. Are you done? Were you done there? I'm done. All right, Aliens with Sarah. I'm so freaking done. You can tweet at us at TJM Pod. You can email us. Hello. Hello. At they're just movies.com. Hello. Hello. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Love you. Bye.